Kilo Vault. Ace really, thanks for stopping by. Our pleasure. Billy Squire. Hello, Billy. Hello there. Opens now. And welcome inside the Keto Vault for another excellent adventure. My name is Ross. Excellent. With me is Mo. Hello. Did you, did you this your potpourri? Did you bring potpourri into the vault? Yeah, well, you know, it was kind of a little stuffy in here. Why? Supposed to put metal and concrete, Mo. You know, well, I was going to paint it, but somebody said you can't paint uh, metal. You can't paint diamond. What is this stuff? Diamond metal? Diamond plating. Yeah, you can't paint that for some reason. I don't know. Well, you, but you can't bring potpourri in either. Well, all right. I'll take it home. Well, well, maybe we'll just eat it later. Find a medium ground. All right. You have no idea of what we're talking about this week, do you? I have no idea why I'm here. Um, I, I'm doing this with you because you are the only one I know mm. that has a great David Coverdale from Whitesnake story. Oh, I do. Do you do remember? Don't say it. Do you oh, remember? I do. It though? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, of course I of do. Of course I yeah, do. You know, we kind of fly by the seat of our pants in regards to what we're going to discuss in each weekly edition of the Keto Vault. Right. And a lot of times the world will whisper to us, <gasps> and uh, it, this coincides. The recording of this mm-hmm. Vault edition featuring David Coverdale okay. happens on his birthday. And you sure it's not Satan whispering to you? It could be some okay. stuff. This is Satan inspired, but yeah. not this one. It was like, oh, it's his birthday. I, That's there was awesome. an old interview uh, sitting around with David Coverdale. So why not? Because I know Mo has a great story. I do. Uh, I love the band as a kid. I mean, dude. Who didn't? Uh, you had Tawny Katane crawling right? over awesome cars. Right. Uh, that, you know, as a, what, 15, 16 year old kid? And he had glamorous awesome. hair. The guy was amazing. Immaculate. Mm-hmm. Immaculate. And to think he's like the age of my father is hard for that me to wrap my weird. brain exactly. around. Yep. Like, you could have been my dad. Yep. Uh, the band established in London in 1978, believe it or not. Wow. And Coverdale, uh, he left Deep Purple to become the, the front man for this band. And he's the only guy that's been there since the beginning. Really? Yeah, that's very I rare. I did not know that. Only constant member, kind of like uh, Dave Mustaine with Megadeth. Right. Um, so the interview comes to us from in September of 1984. Okay. So it would have been six months after sliding in. Okay. Which was their first kind of dabbling into the American market. It was still their sixth album overall. Right. So 1984, they hadn't quite been established here. Now that would change in a matter of three years. White Snake's White Snake would drop in 1987. And that would have Still the Night, Is This Love, Here I Go Again. Honey contain on cars, mm-hmm. and it would blow up. Uh, I looked up the numbers today. Eight million uh, units wow. sold in the U.S. alone. Unbelievable. So, so they were just a massive band. But the music was amazing. Yeah, it was really uh, well produced. If you haven't put ears around Whitesnake, uh, my favorite was Slip of the Tongue from 1989 because they brought in Steve Vai. And right. I was a huge fan of Steve Vai. I'd worked with David Lee Roth and sure. uh, made him instantly cool. So that was my favorite Album, but obviously the 1987 White Snake White Snake was was the one full of all the hits. Hell yeah, I think I had the eight track. I don't even remember. <laughs> did, did you have the eight track? You think? <laughs> no, I think I had the. Well, I might have had the eight track of the earlier one, but I think I had the tape, the cassette of this one. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, take it away with your story. You told us uh, this is a story you told me probably when we first right. first met. Mo has met all kinds of uh, rockers. For those who don't know, Mo on the morning show with me for years, but before that. Super fan. You've been mm-hmm. a part of the station since it, it launched in 78. Right. Um, and with it comes a bunch of wins. You got to go to New York to see the Pumpkins. Well, yep. except for that guy died. Except for the guy died. The they didn't play. But yeah. Def, uh, Leppard, Def Leppard in, in the Canada. round. Yeah. In yep. Canada. Wow. Yeah. And, and I think it was Vancouver. So, yeah. That's so. why we hired him. It was always the joke because we had to 
stop her from winning all the prizes. Yep. Like, geez. She's either have me arrested or hire me on. Stop calling. So. Here's $4 an hour. Well, in this case, too, a long time ago, Independent Records, of course, on Platt, all these bands would go in and sign autographs. Yeah. And uh, I dressed up one day like a businesswoman and was able to, I rented movies the day before specifically so that they would let me in to return my movies. And I was ahead of the line. Yes. So I was ahead of the line, got in and met a band that opened for White Snakes, which was called Helix, which probably nobody even remembers. No, you know, it's a Canadian band. I'm a huge fan of uh, the Trailer Park Boys. Okay. And they talk about Helix all the time, like they're the biggest band in the world. (laughs) Okay. Well, Helix, then the guy said, they're from Canada as well. And they said, we'll give you, uh, put you on the guest list for the show tomorrow night. It was Quiet Riot, White Snake, and Helix. So Quiet Riot was the headliner of this show. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I went backstage, didn't have to do anything, by the way. My boyfriend was really upset with me because he was wondering how I got the backstage passes. But uh, <laughs> David Coverdale came over to me and he stood in front of me for a second and he said, where is your camera? And I said, excuse me? And he said, where is your camera? You never go backstage without a camera. And I said, oh, I'm, I don't have And he just turned around and walked away. Wow. Yeah. So at the time, of course, we didn't have cell phones. I would have had to uh, put a camera somewhere to get it backstage, you know. And uh, I thought, for, so from that day on, though, I never went backstage without a camera. Without a camera. Yes. And uh, then I did meet the guy from Quiet Riot, and he screamed in my face, I'm the madman of rock and roll. And then I was sent back to the floor. But still, <laughs> that was the only time I've ever met David Coverdale, and it was... Was it the lead singer, Quiet Riot, DeBro? Yep. Kevin DeBro? It was, yes. Wow. And he screamed right in my face, like spit in my face. Really? I'm the madman of rock and roll! Yeah, and then he turned around and left again. Same thing. That's rock and roll. It was crazy. Right there. But yes. Uh, check so, out, we have a quiet riot in the one of the previous editions of this year. There Vols. you go. So don't ever go backstage without your camera. Life lessons from David Coverdale. Let's take the interview. Again, it's September 18th, 1984. Wow. Wow. Uh, David Coverdale, along with Tim Scott. Uh, Jock, we're not too familiar with. We, we haven't found hmm. a whole lot on Tim. No. Um, Tim, if you're out there. Hit up the Keto Vault. It's uh, what the Vault at Keto nine four three dot com. That's our email. Love to know more about you or anything else you can and add David about Coverdale. The interview with David Coverdale, who always reminds you what to never go backstage without your camera. That's it. Oh, okay. It's Dave Coverdale inside the Keto Vault. Five twenty three at Kilo ninety four. Tim Scott here on a finally Friday and. Surprise, surprise, we have a guest in the studio, David Coverdale of Whitesnake, who's yeah. just suddenly so- shown up here this afternoon. Slid his way in here. Yeah. Good afternoon, well, Colorado. And welcome. Welcome, David. Splendid. Thank you for, for having me here. Now, uh, you guys are playing a show tonight in town, but it is not open to the public. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I've just, we've just uh, realized exactly what it is, mm-hmm. and apparently it isn't a public show. It's a, a, a military show. However, you will be back sometime in the near future to play for everybody, I correct? I hope so, yeah. Uh, I, I understand so. it should be sometime within the next month that mm-hmm. you will be back. I think we'll be playing uh, Denver, okay. which I believe is your capital. As always, yeah. As always, stay tuned to Kilo for details on an upcoming show from Whitesnake. Uh, you were just reading through a piece of literature that we had sitting here about Whitesnake, and that, that piece of literature is probably a good four or five Maybe years 40 old. 40 years old, at least, yeah. yeah. About 40 years old. Well, that was when you guys were just getting started as Whitesnake, correct? That's quite correct, yeah. It's, uh, we were involved with a couple of gentlemen who split away from uh, Atlantic Records, and uh, they released as many records in America for national consumption as we sell in London, you know, mm-hmm. England. So it wasn't exactly the nicest relationship, unfortunately. However, we're with Geffen now, who, uh, uh, it's a marriage made in heaven. They're giving us all the support we need. And since those days, the band has changed. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's not to, quite a bit, but... Yeah, it's down to a four-piece uh, with a side order of keyboards. We have John Sykes on guitar, who we, we, we rustled from Thin Lizzy, Neil Murray on bass from Gary Moore, and he was one of the original White Snakes. Um, Kazi Powell on drums, who's like the governor drummer, and uh, Mrs. Coverdale's little boy vocalising, whispering David Coverdale. Why the two or three-year sabbatical between records for White Snake? I think it's called Divorcing a Manager which cost me uh, a song and a prayer. And, uh, and I started the new White Snake just over a year ago. And we haven't looked back since. So we're talking mainly about legal problems and totally. over a two or three years. I would advise period. anybody who gets involved in the business, which is a wonderful business to be in on the surface. However, uh, they should also always get a, an independent lawyer to look at, at the small print. Um, but if, you know, everybody throws barricades at you when you're working, you've just got to, to have enough feeling for what you do and enough strength to knock them down and go for it. And in your case, you've lived and learned. Certainly, a few times, yeah. Uh, 1984 seems to be a year in which a lot of uh, groups are getting back together. Some some old chums of yours, Deep mm, Purple, getting yes. back together, and that I understand you lost. You, did you lose John Lord? Yeah, well, in the John, shuffle? we knew what was going on. I'd been asked to be associated with it, but uh, it's as embarrassing as talking about old girlfriends in front of my wife, you know, as getting uh, those things together. It's, uh, there's, well, it's a bit mercenary. I wish them well, you know, as ex-colleagues and things like that. However, I'd, I wouldn't like to think I'd be singing songs that were somewhat, something like 15 years old. Mm -hmm. However, you know, I wish John well very much. We are seeing a lot of uh, groups coming back this year. White Snake, not exactly a comeback because uh, the group is at least partly intact as it was, but a lot of reunions this year, groups like A Box of Frogs and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there was about 40 years difference, I think, between A Box of Frogs and The Snakes. However, the Yardbirds were a wonderful band, but it's not the most wonderful musicians who've gotten back together, unfortunately. I mean, Jeffrey and Jimmy were great, you know. And Keith Ralph, of course, is dead. God rest his soul. Well, your new record, Slide It In, is uh, certainly one of the best albums of the year to come out so far. Splendid. What can you tell us about the uh, recording of this album? What was it like for you getting back together after all those years? Oh, it was great, because uh, the freshness of working with, with new people, um, going into the songs, we looked very hard and long at the songs in the direction that we were taking, which is basically blues-based rock. And uh, I think that's actually why it seems to be happening in America, because there's, there's nobody doing the middle ground. There's nobody covering the, the R&B thing like Bad Cow or Led Zeppelin. And uh, basically, I think that's the market we, we're going to be touching. But the album was great to do. Cozy's great. I mean, you can build on the foundations that he lays down in the studio. So, I mean, it's all over by the shouting once the animal gets loose in there. And Absolutely. the drum loose. Well, let's play something from Slide It In. This is Love Ain't No Stranger. David Coverdale and Whitesnake at Kilo. White Snake, Love Ain't No Stranger, Kilo 94. What a wonderful group, aren't they? <laughs> that's the voice of David Coverdale, who's the lead singer from White Snake, of course. And I understand that that song is soon to be a new video, correct? Yeah, well, we shot the video in Los Angeles last week, and it should be airing on Friday, mm -hmm. next Friday, or immediately after. Um, and we've put a lot of work into it, worked with a great team, and it should be very nice. Now you mentioned to me that uh, you're trying to put a little bit of a different touch into this video. Yeah, well, we spent the hotel we were staying at uh, had the, the kindness to have MTV featured, and we, we, everybody was disappointed after because we'd heard so much about it in Europe. Everybody was so disappointed with the same kind of angle everybody was doing. Nobody was actually presenting mu music live. It was all scenarios, much more scenario than people using instruments. 
So we decided to go for 80-90% of, you know, of a live performance interspersed with little surreal dream sequences. Mm -hmm. And we think it's worked out well. And you're going to see three members of Whitesnake in tuxedos, which is going to be the only only time ever. It's Maybe the first in last. John Sykes has got hair down to his delightful buttocks, and seeing him in a tux was a trip, you know. Have you seen some of the Van Halen videos that were done for just a shoestring budget yeah, on 16mm film? Yeah, that's the ones I liked. You know, they reminded me of the old Beatles uh, promo things. You know, the uh, Ticket to Ride and all those. A bit yeah. of fun going down. However, you know, uh, I think we have to establish our, ourselves a little more before we, we do the Marx Brothers impressions and things. After your sabbatical from recording, you must feel real good about the songs after... You know, being away from it for several years, you must feel like you really have your best material here because, on this record. Yeah, we feel like kids at Christmas, really. The bizarre thing is that the records that you're playing in America are completely the opposite to what we get out in the rest of the world. We've had three hit singles from the album, which nobody's picked up on here. Because outside of America, we do very well, thank God. But we're hoping to uh, conquer the colonies, too. Well, you've nearly got us already. Oh, I hope so. Once you've been bitten by the snakes, there's no going back. <laughs> You've caught a lot of flack for this album for being sexually explicit, shall we say. How do, you, how do you respond to the people that criticize you for that? Sleep with them. <laughs> uh, now, what can you say? I mean, a lot of people, usually it's ugly female militant journalists who are sort of giving me that kind of stick. Uh, most of the people who sing the songs to us in the audience are chicks anyway. So I think uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek, and none of it is knocking women. It's all celebrations of uh, anatomical conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, this has got to be uh, the biggest blockbuster song from the album. Tell us a little bit about this. This is a, a blues thing. If, if you listen to sort of, uh, any of the import albums, you can get a white snake over here. You just see there's like a thread going through, which is a kind of continuo from uh, the old blues things, which went into Zeppelin and Yardbirds and things. You know, it's, it's an old blues thing that we uh, cut the dust off. And it is called? Slow and Easy. White Snake was slow and easy from the album Sliding In at Kilo 94. White Snake is in town tonight. Unfortunately, if you do not go to the Academy, if you are not a Zoomie, you cannot get in to see the show tonight. Quiet Riot and White Snake playing at the Academy. Try become Snakeys. Snakeys. Snakeys, yes. But you will be back in about a month or maybe two, uh, presumably playing at Big Mac in Denver so that everybody yeah. can go and see that the would band. Be nice, yes. Anyway, I'd like to thank everybody who's been calling in and wishing us well. Uh, Some very uh, friendly phone calls for you here. Delightful, intimate little things, yes, wonderful. It's a pity we don't uh, have a little more time. However, Describe the show a little bit for those of us who won't be able to go see it tonight. Well, the Whitesnake show. Right. It's just rude from the opening bars to the end. We've got about 40 minutes to slide it in, really. No stage pyrotechnics? Oh, or certainly not. Just acrobatics. A little acrobatics. bit of juggling, yes. A little fire-eating is, is, is finished with. Indoor sports. Indoor sports, yes. yes. Okay, we're going to pay the bills and play a couple commercials, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more with David Coverdale of Whitesnake and play something else from Slide It In. Rusty Kills North. Grams where you expect the unexpected. Big screen courtesy of the video shop. Flint Ridge Plaza and 523 South Day Home. About 16 till 6 at Kilo 94. Whitesnake's David Coverdale is here in the studio. Bonjour. Can we expect uh, Whitesnake to stay together now for a few years? Are we looking in the long term now? I certainly hope so. We bought some crazy glue and have affixed it to <laughs> each person's loins. <laughs> Patch it up. <laughs> Indeed, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, one can never guarantee anything like that. Uh, it just depends on everybody staying together. We're very lucky. We get on well socially as well as musically. And I think uh, the next album is going to be... We're certainly going to spend as much time as possible to make the best album, uh, you know, as good as possible. 
Is your life as good as possible these days? Are you happy when the band is really moving? It's a wonderful life. It's wonderful. I wouldn't change a thing. Actually, quite a happy indi individual. You look it. You look real yeah, healthy. Right, thank you. Thank and we're you looking forward to seeing you next time you come around, mm -hmm. unless, of course, you go to the Academy and you get a chance to see White Snake tonight. <laughs> or get arrested. Yes, right. Thank you for coming by, David. You're very welcome. We love the new album here in Colorado, and we hope to see you again real soon. Thank you for your welcome. Bye-bye. And there you have it, Dave Coverdale in the so, Kino Vault. Very English, right? Delightful. Did I Splendid. nail his accent you or did. what? You did, Mo. Thank you. So it was a military show for that one, but then he would they would come back around the same lineup. Helix, yep. Quiet Riot. That was the tour, yep. And Whitesnake. Hello. And don't forget to bring a camera Always backstage. Always bring your camera. So funny, though, he talks, he blames his label, the previous yep. label. He blames his previous manager sure. for all the problems. I think I heard something about ex-girlfriends in there yeah. or something. Yeah. A little bit of a mix there. Right. But what was he wrong? Because it would be that next album mm -hmm. that the band would uh, explode. Yep. And he even says, you know, with this new lineup, we're going to work very hard on our next album, make it something special. Yeah, and so it was, he, too. He knew something was cooking there, so... You got to give him that. Maybe it was his label and, and, you can, and a manager. You can tell how old this is because MTV actually played videos. <laughs> All right. Weird. Long ago in Long a galaxy. Ago. Far, far away. And then you, I love the line, oh, I can't wait to conquer the colonies. Conquer the colonies. It's like, was that uh, David Coverdale or Austin Powers? <laughs> right. George Washington. And then uh, slide it in. Mm. Oh, that's dirty. 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 Guys pervs. Bunch of pervs. Um, and then he said that only people have problems with ugly female feminist, yes. feminist journalist. Ouch. Yeah. David, that was not very English, sir. No, but it sounds a lot like today's politics, which is weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. All comes full circle. Right. Well, there you go. Uh, Mr. Tim Scott, good interview. Very cool. Yeah. You, you could tell that was kind of a tough one. Oh, it would be for me. I don't know if it's the English accent that makes it harder. Just you could see Coverdale was... A little apprehensive talking about the lineup changes and stuff yeah. like that. And he's very he's very tall too. He's like seven feet tall too. I mean, and so I mean he That's would be a, but three feet of the hair. Yeah, right. He would be overpowering no matter who you are. He's four feet tall, his hair three feet. Yeah, I can see that. David Coverdale, inside the keto vault. Thanks for being a part of it. Mo, good to see you. Good to see you too. Take your potpourri. I Get the hell out of here. My lunch. Uh thanks for listening. Subscribe. Give us a rating. Tell your friends. Do your diligence. And like I said, email. It's the Kilo, or it's, no, just Kilo Vaults, Kilo Vaults at Kilo943.com if you have anything to add or anything to say. Cool. And thanks for visiting the Kilo Vault.